Hey, faithful listener, welcome to season six of the Bible Explained podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of Acts. Good morning, guys, and welcome to the Bible Explained podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in with me and uh, sharing a cup of coffee. We're going to be discussing a miracle today, the miracle of Peter healing the lame man. But, you know, I haven't really talked with you guys in a while. So how are all of you? You know, I, I don't mention a lot about myself, but here's a fun fact about me. Okay. A very important fun fact about me. My favorite pen to use is the Uniball Vision Elite. And it's also the only pen I'll really use besides the B2P pen, which I think is from Bic. It is the bottle to pen, which means that it was uh, recycled from plastic bottles and made into pens. I also use that one because I have a million of them lying around because it's my husband's favorite pen. But as for me, I prefer the Uniball Vision Elite. So I'm gonna ask this very important question to all of you guys as well. What is your favorite pen? So contact me with that answer. I'd love to hear what your favorite pen is to use. Okay, so let's go ahead and read uh, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 9 today. Or I'm sorry, 1 through 10, actually. And let's jump into this this morning. But feel free to grab the version of the Bible that you prefer and also your cup of coffee or a cup of tea. But I'll be reading out of the W.E.B. as usual. Peter and John were going up into the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. A certain man who was lame from his mother's womb was being carried, whom they laid daily at the door of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for gifts for the needy of those who entered into the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive gifts for the needy. Peter fastened his eyes on him with John and said, Look at us. He listened to them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. He took him by the right hand and raised him up. Immediately, his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Leaping up, he stood and began to walk. He entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him, that it was he who used to sit begging for gifts for the needy at the beautiful gate of the temple. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. We left off the other day talking about the early church and what it really looked like. And the early church had thousands of members, actually. It was a huge movement that was starting because of the gospel message of Jesus. And the early church was performing like all of these miracles. But not just the miracles, they were taking care of the poor and of the needy. They were like selling their own stuff to give to the poor and the needy. So the church really had a heart for the poor and for the needy. So Peter and John, it says, we're going up into the temple at the ninth hour to pray, the hour of prayer. So the ninth hour, if you guys don't remember that, is about 3 p.m. And what's interesting about this is that Peter and John didn't go to the temple when it was like the sacrificing hour, but rather the hour of prayer, which likely means that Peter and John recognized that the sacrifices were no longer needed because Jesus had taken care of all of that. So Peter and John didn't go to the temple for the sacrifice, but rather for the hour of prayer. I think this is really important to note that Peter and John, even though they could have continued to just pray and worship with the early church, 
I think it's important to note that they went to the temple also. So they did not reject the temple. They did not reject all of the Jewish people. Instead, they, they literally went there. They sought out the temple. And I think this is important for us Christians to note is that we can't be too comfortable with our own. We do have to seek out people. And I know that, that can be really hard, <laughs> but that's the point of Christianity. The, the point of Christianity is to literally tell the gospel to every single creature. And it's, it's scary and it's hard to reach out to other people. Like it honestly is. And I have trouble with it because um, I'm an extroverted introvert. <laughs> I definitely love being around people, but I like being around people I'm comfortable with, I guess. But maybe that's just everybody. I don't know. But the point of Christianity is not to get too comfortable with your own, but rather to also be uncomfortable and uh, seek out people who need help. So that's what Peter and John were doing. And they meet this very poor man who is lame from his mother's womb is what it said. So he was born lame. And this man, who was actually pretty old, we find out later on that he was about 40 years old. He gets laid at the gate beautiful. So somebody would pick up this man every single day and bring him to this beautiful gate. And it was called gate beautiful because it was literally beautiful. Like it was most likely the most gorgeous area of the temple. And we know that the temple was very, very gorgeous. It was like overlaid with gold and silver and brass and all sorts of precious metals and stones and everything. But the beautiful gate, they say, was the most beautiful area of the temple. So this crippled man would go there every morning around the time of prayer is what it looks like. He would have somebody carry him there, maybe a family member, and lay him there in front of the gate beautiful because he was crippled and he could not get a job. He would ask people going by if they would give him money, basically. He was a beggar, and that was the only way that he could really support himself. So Peter and John notice this crippled man who gets laid at the gate beautiful, and they actually go up to him. And so the crippled man is like, oh, these two guys are going to give me money. And I can imagine that the crippled man, this was really the perfect place for him to beg because anybody who was going into the temple for prayer would feel the urge to give to the poor. And so maybe the uh, maybe the crippled man just learned over the years that this was a really good place to beg for money. So Peter and John go up to this poor man. They seek him out. They look at him and they say, Look at us. And so the, the crippled man listens to them and looks at them intently, expecting to receive something from them. So he was expecting a really good gift from Peter and John, like something really good, because probably the majority of people just like walked right by him, probably some threw some money into the cup that he had. But I could imagine that most people probably averted their eyes and walked on by. So the fact that two men going to the temple to pray, ask this crippled man to like, look at them. You can imagine that the crippled man is probably like, boy, I'm going to receive something great from these guys. So he listened to them expecting to receive something from them. But Peter says, I have no silver or gold, but what I have, I give you 
I wonder if that was like really disappointing actually for the guy to hear. Or maybe he was just like, well, maybe they're going to give me food or something. Maybe, you know, that's fine. They can give me food. <laughs> I don't know. But I can imagine he was he was a little bit disappointed to hear that they didn't have silver or gold to give him. But Peter says, but what I have, I will give you that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. And so Peter takes him by the right hand and raises him up. So this crippled man was actually holding out his right hand, expecting to receive like money from Peter and John. But um, instead, Peter takes the hand and raises the guy to his feet. And immediately it says, when Peter says, get up and walk, the man's feet and ankle bones received strength. So there's something wrong specifically with this guy's feet and ankle bones from the time of birth. And right after, leaping up, he stood and began to walk. And he entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. Man, I can just imagine this guy was so elated. He had never walked before in his life, probably never expected to walk in his life. And he leaps up, receiving strength in his feet and ankles. And he begins to walk. And then he goes with Peter and John into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. So he's just jumping around and walking and running everywhere, it looks like, and also praising God. So the first thing that this crippled man thought to do was to go into the temple to praise God. So this kind of shows where the crippled man's heart was through all of this. Even though he was crippled, he had faith in God. And a lot of times healings, you will see, have a lot to do with faith. Many times when Jesus heals somebody, he says, your faith has made you well. And then there is also a, a portion of scripture where Jesus went to his hometown. Jesus could only lay his hand on a handful of people to heal them because the faith was so weak. And so Jesus ended up leaving his hometown um, disappointed in the lack of faith. So faith has a lot to do with healings. So that brings me to a question I had is, why don't we see a lot of healings nowadays? I think the, the main reason is because there is very little faith here in America. There are stories of supernatural healings that happen all over the world. But you can see America right now, there is such little faith it's actually pretty sad how little faith America and a lot of the Western world has as compared to some of the other countries that have to like depend on God for the meal that they need to eat that very day. Honestly, they just have stronger faith. And I think healings have a tendency probably to happen more in areas with stronger faith than in areas with less stronger faith. But I also think one of the reasons we don't see a lot of healings is because they've never been very common. Even in the early church here that we're talking about in Acts, yes, healings do happen and healings are going to happen and a lot of miracles do happen in the early church. But even then it was relatively uncommon for miracles to even happen. So I think that they've always been 
relatively uncommon. That's why people uh, freak out when this lame man is like leaping in the temple. Because here's what it says. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the beggar at the beautiful gate. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. So this is clear that miracles, even in the early church, they happened, but they didn't happen that frequently because people were in wonder and amazement over what had happened to this, this crippled man. So miracles have never been a super common thing. And even in scripture, they happened relatively infrequently, except for when, except for when Jesus came to earth, he performed a lot of miracles and a lot of healings. And that's because um, he was spreading the gospel of himself, basically the good news about himself. And so miracles and healings were important for Jesus to perform so that people would believe in him and believe in his authority and believe in his godhood and his power. But other than Jesus, miracles in scripture are relatively infrequent. Um, Even when we see prophets like Elisha, you know, who performed miracles, it was likely years in between each miracle that would happen. And so they, they weren't super frequent. So that's why I believe that they're not super frequent now is because they, they've never been very frequent, but also because if miracles did happen really frequently, like, let's just say that you could expect a miracle. I think that would actually make faith in God decline because people would start to become entitled. Like if miracles just happen left and right, people would just start to expect them rather than having faith that they could happen. I think because they are so infrequent, when a miracle does happen, it actually helps a person's faith to really grow in God. And that's what happens here. All these people see this crippled man walking and praising God. They recognized him. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now, I should mention that this miracle is described in Acts because this is a very... Um, crucial turning point for the early church. This miracle is actually what starts a lot of the persecution of the early church. So that's what we're going to talk about next. Peter and John are actually thrown into prison, I believe. Peter is thrown into prison multiple times. And legend says that Peter eventually died on an upside down cross because he um, was a Jesus follower. And naturally, If people hate Jesus and if people hated Jesus's miracles because they were jealous that Jesus could do the miracles, they were also going to hate the followers of Jesus. They were going to hate Peter and John because Peter and John could perform these miracles as well. That's what Jesus says in scripture. If they hated me, they are going to hate you because you follow me. That is why Christianity has been targeted so heavily over the years. It is very dangerous in many of the the countries nowadays to be a Christian, actually. There are people who tune into this podcast from countries which right now Christianity is illegal in. And there are people who listen to this podcast and tune into it who are literally risking their lives to listen to this podcast right now. So I encourage everybody who is listening to this podcast to pray for people around the world who are risking their lives to listen to and to read 
the Bible. Well, faithful listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, share it on your social media platforms. Tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. Spread Christianity. Faithful listeners, I hope to see you all tomorrow for an episode out of Judges. We are going to be talking about JL killing the great commander Sisera. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great episode. Happy listening and God bless.